Moinsen. Moin, moin. Moin, moin. Na du? God. Well, luckily you're leaving in an hour and 20 minutes. So That early? That soon? Yeah, we have to leave soon. Oh my God. I should really get to packing. We'll make this a quick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, while grabbing coffee for the both of, us, both of us, I just realized that five days is my threshold. <laughs> Passing the five-day mark is when I, like, being here starts grading on me beyond uh, plausible deniability, and I just uh, have to leave. Um, Getting shamed around every corner. Oh, my God. (laughs) I had a lovely time, though. I will say that. I think the secret to enjoying the city is just to not mingle with the locals. (laughs) Sorry, locals. (laughs) I mean, I've been saying it for years. I mean, actually, I'm not going to say it on the pod. <laughs> well, it's uh, been amazing having you here. Thank you. I'm glad you got a Chris in my new sofa bed. <clears throat> yeah, it's very comfortable. Glad. Thanks for sh- chauffeuring me around in a <laughs> Miles Falvey. <laughs> How do we get a Miles sponsorship now that it's been rolled into the free now group? <laughs> yeah. Also, why is it called Miles? I mean, that's a uh, that's Imperial KMs could yeah. be good with a Z. <laughs> um, what else did we do? Let's just trash talk uh, Germans for now. <laughs> You're How, not coming back. So, <laughs> uh, if you had to describe Germans in two adjectives, what would they be? Cranky. <laughs> You're being very generous. Um, I want to say argumentative. <laughs> And I had another good one, but I'm forgetting it now. Um, damn it, I'm forgetting. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what fun things did we do? Well, we ate some good food. Mm-hmm. Um, had burgers at my favorite Burgermeister location, Potsdamer Platz. Mm-hmm. Um. We went to Neue National Gallery, the newly reopened Mies van der Rohe building, mm-hmm. which we will get to in a second because that was a major coup. Yeah. <laughs> that was a victory for penny pinchers <laughs> everywhere around the world. Uh, went to our favorite bar, Bar Saint-Jean. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um, we saw a friend of the pod, Nikki. Um, who I struggle to understand <laughs> for his uh, royal accent. Yeah, um, he's a cross between Prince Harry and um, Cover Girl Jordan Katie Price. <laughs> what's, what's that? That's Peter Andre's ex-wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was totally surprised that we knew who Peter Andre is. Um, also, my. Uh, my uh, teenage years heartthrob. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else did we do? Oh, we went to see our show we're in at oh, Satari. Yeah, of course, yeah. Looks amazing. Yeah, congratulations, Claudia. What a beautiful space. Yeah, the space is amazing. I love this very cool glow in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, the group show's really nice. By uh, the way, these headphones you gave me, I, this really ups the like sweaty balls. Uh, <laughs> Uh, sound quality for I know me. <laughs> I can actually hear you when we're sitting across from yeah. one another <laughs> I hope there's no funny feedback 
I think it should be okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, the show at Sitar looks amazing. You guys have another uh, six days to see it before it comes down. Yeah, and please go see it because like none of my friends have gone to see it. <laughs> you yeah, have no excuses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. COVID's no excuse anymore. Go see it. Um, yeah, just go out and see yeah. a fun show. Also, the weather sucks. What else are you going to be doing? In this yeah, city? exactly. I just gotta say, man, the like the dampness, the dampness in this city. I just can't handle it. I, know. I woke up sneezing. Yeah, I'm stuffy. I just you wake up, you feel like you're covered in like moss, basically. Yeah. Um, so when was that? What did we do at Potsdam Platz? So we, oh, I guess we walked over to the National Gallery, and there's mm-hmm. like this a um, office complex there with a like it, what was that pool? It had like some function. Oh, it was like a natural retention pond where the water was being filtered. So like a septic pond, basically, <laughs> with a Mark de Suvero in it. Yeah, with a beautiful Mark de Suvero. Um, which kind of has like a SS, like the German SS sort of beam to it, which I can't tell if it was on purpose or not. Uh, so it's like floating in this retention uh, pool, but it's totally covered in moss, hmm. um, which I'm sure the people of the estate are not happy about. <laughs> but I've spent so much time at, uh, at Potsdam or Platz the last week, mm-hmm. which I love it there. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, a nice development. I gotta say, I find it funny that there is a Marc de Souvereau in the city featured so prominently because yeah. the city's just wherever you go is just all about remembrance of this and that. Yeah. And Marc de Souvereau just doesn't seem to like fit the bill. Yeah. There's um, also like Keith Herring around the corner. Really? Where they're kind of like sticking their dicks in each other. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it's like two years ago when I was here, I went to see this, I guess, traveling show at Hamburger Bahnhof that was about like the black experience or something like that. And I was like, why, why, why does that fit in Germany? Why must America export these type of things as like a, a traveling sort of a, uh, without facing their own issues of the black experience here? Yeah. Honestly, the racism that people endure. it, It feels like a way to like, um, just look away from your own issues, I guess. But yeah, I'm like just, obfuscate the issues here. Yeah. Here, uh, I Googled Mark DeSouvre and uh, thanks for geotagging me, Google. <laughs> also, I get here and the first thing that happens to me is my TikTok switches like at 100% rate to German and Polish videos. <laughs> it's all because of me and my IP address. <laughs> I mean, I hope I could uh, get a, I could detox it uh, back in America because I can't, like, first of all, I don't understand anything they're saying. Um, okay, so I guess that Mark de Suvaru, a uh, sculpture, is called Galileo, and it's from 1996. How's that possible? And, of course, it oh belongs God. to the Daimler Art Collection. <laughs> uh, it's made of steel. And uh, let's see what the Daimler Collection has to say about it to contextualize it. Uh, it says, Mark de Suvaru's work deal, uh, works deal with the subject of the moment of movement in a symbolic sense. It sounds like my work. Yeah. Um, In contrast to their visual stasis and centered calm, his sculptures appear to carry dynamic expressive powers, which actively pervade the surrounding area. Honestly, whoever wrote this artist, like this uh, uh, press release, I'll hire you. (laughs) It's uh, thin on platitudes. Yeah. Um, 
The overriding impression they give is one of merely latent and imaginary mobility, even though there are sometimes moving parts on his sculptures. In the mid-60s, the sculptor exchanges artists' atelier and gallery for urban and natural space. His sculptures, which are made of building timber, metal supports, and T-beams, now have an enormous sense of presence, uh, presence about them. Um, I love his work. Same. Uh, we were fortunate to see... Uh, I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times already, but it, um, we took you to Storm King, where you got to see... I loved it. Some beautiful Desuvarus. There was also a big Desuvaru in Chelsea on, I guess, like across the street from Printed Matter. For a while, there's like an empty yeah, lot that. there. Yeah, um, yeah what, what other fun public art did we see uh, in Berlin? Oh, my God. I should have taken you to see this crazy Klaus Oldenburg. The one that's just like a giant rolling ball Excuse of debris. Me, it's it's Kalees. <laughs> Kalees. Um, oh, you mean Al Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we made it to Neue National Gallery, got inside. Wait, where was the Oldenburg? Oh, no, that's just somewhere in Mitte. We didn't see that. Oh, I'm just okay. saying I wish I would have taking you there yeah but i don't know what else did we see um well the, on, the on memorial my... to the murder jews of europe uh, sure, which is starting to crack yeah it gets it, mossy but, yeah it gets too mossy and this german couple a uh, pose in yeah. front of it which i was like this is people still love taking their selfies especially basic fages um they should just say uh cordon <laughs> off the whole memorial and <laughs> not let people sort of stroll through it. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of Jews, we saw a friend of the pod, Rachel. True. Hey, that Rachel. Was, hey. That was super fun. It was nice to run into you. We finally had our URL to IRL transition, mm -hmm. which is really fun. <laughs> so I'm fun. Uh, or fun. I'm happy to have a fun new American friend, IRL in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Just someone to kvetch with in Charlottenburg. Yeah, I know. We could go to um, Rogotsky, get some... Uh, What's that? It's a deli. They have some like... Really? Yeah. Smoked fishes and things. It's really good. Well, I was uh, I was very surprised to see in the corner, I guess, of Friedrichshausen and Unter den Linden, one of the buildings is engraved with Upper East Side Berlin. <laughs> Should I move there? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm glad the American influence is, uh, well, I guess it makes sense on Friedrichstrasse. If it even mm -hmm. was on Friedrichstrasse, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's Unter den Linden Ecke Friedrichstrasse. Yeah, the Upper East Side of Berlin. <laughs> um, yeah, some days the weather was so shitty and it just perfectly matched the, like, basically 40 years of modernist <laughs> architecture, I guess, you know. Come to think of it now, that's why the city shifted to such a dull, like, modernist take on architecture it just blends perfectly well with yeah. like, the constant overcast uh weather here but then when the sun came out it really like the glow in the old yeah. like uh greek revival <laughs> architecture really like came to life um what's that church like next to the uh is that the altus museum or oh yeah the, big the plaza? berliner dome oh really is that what it's called mm -hmm. i'm like i lived here for seven years there's so yeah. much that i just did not register <laughs> Uh, it was so beautiful. There used to be a Botero sculpture there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love Botero because in my mind, he's like not an old master, but like I, I became aware of him at an 
age young enough to like not be cognizant of art in general. So mm-hmm. like in my mind, he's like one, one of the one of the big ones. But he's still like he's a living Spanish artist, right? I don't know. We'll fact check that later. <clears throat> I think he is. Um, oh, we went to your old stomping ground, Udeca. Uh, yeah, no, actually not the faculty building I yeah. used to study at. But, oh, actually, he's Colombian. Sorry, Colombian. So, uh, Sorry, Andres, a friend of the pod. Yeah. You've probably never listened. Uh, <laughs> I, I misnationalized uh, Botero. Um, I sometimes feel like a Botero character. I'm constantly a Botero character. I'm uh, <laughs> oozing over. Um, and there used to be a Botero at the Columbus Circle shopping mall. Oh, actually, yeah. two. And I, and will find, Center. I will find the pictures on my uh, photo stream. Uh, okay, so we did lots of walking. Aaron mm-hmm. plots. went to Espresso House, <coughs> went to Manufactum. Oh, we had a lovely meal at Hofbräu München. Oh my God, yes. That, that was so meaty. Yeah, it's such a tourist trap and we loved it. It's, it's, not even, it's not even a tourist trap because, first of all, Germans love a tourist trap. <laughs> <clears throat> I know. I think they're just all like kind of like regional tourists, right? Um, but love a giant beer hall with uh, yeah Bavarian fare. It was yeah, really we good. Ha- we had in a fucking amazing uh, pork knuckle. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was the sound effect <laughs> yeah. for the pork knuckle. <laughs> Uh, we had an amazing pork knuckle and some uh, klopsen or whatever that's called. Those. Oh yeah, uh, and a uh, platter, a, a sausage platter, which actually only had two types of sausage. Now that I'm looking at the picture, <laughs> it just had a bockwurst <laughs> and a weisswurst. My Still mouth is tasty. starting to water. Yeah, like Wendy. <laughs> um, what else? I got my picture taken in front of the the kissing. The commies. <laughs> Who's in the picture? Uh, let me see. Gorbachev? No, it's not Gor- no. Gorbachev. It's some like Khrushchev. It's some bottom. It's some bottom shelf. A uh, Eric Honecker and someone. Yeah, it's Eric Honecker and. Let me see. I always forget who's in it. It's like I obviously know what it is, but yeah. Um, friend of the pod, Bart Pischek is going to correct us any minute now. Brother of the pod. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I'm just glad you got to see the Pashemic Pischek reality tour. The oh, mall I go to every day. Oh, absolutely. The Mercedes-Benz plots in front of the arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole area really, uh, they revived it. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. We saw, we saw a very informa, uh, informed friend of the pod, uh, Gunnar. Oh yeah, that was fun running into him. Who you should follow on Instagram for his a uh, very informative architectural posts. Yes, uh, his account is. Sorry, I, I, I miss a, uh, I misstated Doctor Gunnar. Yes, sorry. I know ger- I know Germans are sensitive about that. His username is G N R K L K. Gunnar Klack, uh, and it's a very interesting and informative architecture account. Um, I have to give another shout out, though, for another amazing Instagram account, uh, Lotta's Instagram account, friend of the pod, uh, U7 underscore shoe with a zero underscore <laughs> review. <Wow. laughs> uh, I'm a gunkle to a 12-year-old, and she's really sweet, and this is her uh-huh. Instagram, so please check it out. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I got to take the the ITA to Hamburg, which was nice, with the uh, threats of a strike that had me go to a DBA <laughs> count- counter at Ostbahnhof and uh, perform a masterful performance of uh, German eloquency, <laughs> trying to talk to the lady there who, of course, uh, was mean to me. Shocker. Um, why are Germans so fucking fr- like bitter and mean? Not Germans, but Berliners. <laughs> Yeah, because in it's other in parts of Germany, they're nice. Yeah, it's in the water. So I went to Hamburg, and Hamburg was as amazing as always. Uh, people are just so chill there. Did you go down the Raperbahn? The Raperbahn? <laughs> <laughs> the Rapistbahn? I didn't. I stayed in uh, like outside of Altona. Alt- Altona. There's an Altona, Manitoba. <clears throat> really? Where all the Mennonites live. <laughs> Interesting. Um... Yeah, we've been getting our morning coffee around the corner from you, Trump, and that's... Shout out to Silo. <laughs> Stop siloing me. Uh, how would you describe the experience there? I was just texting you because I was there picking up coffee for us. What is that What is that brand of English? The, uh, uh, international exercise? Art... Uh, international, sorry, interna- <laughs> international School English. It's, uh, I, I wonder, because uh, last night I had dinner with uh, old friends of mine, uh, a girl I used to babysit and her mother. Um, and she, I guess she got her, well, when I was babysitting her, like over 10 years ago, her English was pretty well, was pretty good already, but she, I guess, completed her studies in London, but she doesn't have a British accent and mm-hmm. she also doesn't have this like weird melange, like a, uh, like, um, English melange you often see here. I just wonder, cause I texted you like, what is this, what is this brand of English here at Silo? It sounds like a Pixar villain. <laughs> There's a lot of reclaimed wood there, mm-hmm. and um, it needs a facelift. I think it's time. You know, yeah. I think every cafe needs a refresh every five years. Um, but the product is still good, so. Um, yeah, and they will not make a coffee larger than, what is this, six <laughs> ounce? 200 milliliters. No, this must be under two. Oh, it is six ounces. Yeah. It's exactly six ounces. You're good. Yeah. Sorry, I had to Google it. <laughs> uh, it's just tiny. I guess that's just the European thing. Like, there's such disdain to anything American in terms of uh, portion size. I just size. need to get a life. I'm sorry. What? Everyone's shading me for going to Starbucks. No, but Do like, I really want to drink this every day? No, this is this is smaller than the size of the palm of my hand. This and is like, a child size coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, I'm not Italian. If I wanted a, sh- a shot of espresso, I would ask for it. Otherwise, it's yes. just too small of a coffee. This is too small to enjoy. Yeah. And it's not premium enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's good. I mean, I, they have like a third third wave coffee shop vibe for sure. No, no, they are. It's like a nicer <clears throat> place. But yeah, just amp up the size, people. Yeah. I mean, when I still lived here, it was just so so obvious all the time. That, like, actually, no, it was kind of a chicken and an egg thing where I didn't know if the quality of things here is sort of low because there's not demand for it, or if like demand is something that you have to essentially generate by starting to bring high, mm-hmm. higher quality dining experience to Berlin. Like step by step, it has been coming to Berlin over the years, but like um, there's still a ways ways to go, <laughs> Germany. Um, I do love their bakeries here, though. I love a good Kumps, a good Schneckel. <laughs> it was good. I like how tough 
and dense it was. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, you can knock someone out by like, you yeah. know, it was the size of a dinner plate. I Yeah, basically. Yeah. And um, it was very buttery, but yeah. not in like a flaky way, just like a dense. Uh, yeah, most of these pastries are just, they're choked by like a topping <laughs> or like a uh, anything that like would preserve the inside, I guess, so they can sell it for days on end <laughs> so it doesn't go bad. Um, and the crumble's good. The crumble was very good. Uh, my all-time favorite, though, is the Schleuser Schnecke at uh, Linna Buta. Oh, shit. Come on. Yeah. Next time. Um, yeah. I mean, more places start to take card here, which is nice. Including some card-only places, which I actually appreciate. Yeah. Um, and before you activists jump down my throat. <laughs> what type of activists? <laughs> well, I understand... Um, like the point that okay, not everyone has a card or a bank account if people are poor or homeless and like underbanked, quote unquote. But like those people aren't going to a cocktail bar to buy ten euro cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Uh so like I think supermarkets and basic necessities obviously should accept cash. Yeah. But like I don't think a premium ice cream shop needs to accept cash. Yeah. Whatever, grow up. Just what is this? Oh, the other adjective I wanted to uh, describe the German, uh, the Berliners with is just uh, very conservative. Yeah, it's true. You're so resistant to any form of progress. Yeah. Even when people think they're like left, they're still conservative here. No, I think that's the whole point. They're, this is their brand of conservatism. It's to yeah. preserve and to conserve something. Yeah. Um, people just can't go with the flow. No. Except for Tante Flo. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry for dissing you, Berliners, but you know who you are, and you also have a modicum of self-criticism. So, And if you're listening to this, you're not lame. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's not you. It's yeah. them. Maybe we can even this out with, <laughs> with a, some criticism of America and Israel. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did we do that was fun? It was really it was just such a short visit. Oh, you I took know, a, you need to come back. You took a picture of me in front of the Ritter Sport Tower <laughs> at Hauptbahnhof. Um, I wish there was real chocolate in there. Oh, maybe there is. Who knows? <laughs> uh, people seriously need to like smoke less in this city. Yeah. I'm like I'm no Mother Teresa, but like it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> I guess yeah, I'm very anti-smoking. It's disgusting. Yeah. I guess it's because I comparatively think the city's not very windy. Yeah. Like if I compare it to New York, which is a very windy city, windy city because it's an island, there's just no airflow here mm-hmm. and you're just constantly enshrouded in a cloud of like cheap cigarette smoke or something about the combination of like the misty Mossy air makes it just so pungent. I'm just constantly stuck behind pedestrians on the sidewalk that are smoking. It's all wafting in my face or vaping some disgusting flavor out of one of those giant (laughs) vapes, the one that's like the size of a cigarette box. Yeah, it looks like a steampunk contraption. Um, And people just constantly walk on the street here with like a disgusting rolly and a a cheap beer. Like, how important is the consumption of those two things? You have to like walk and do it. I'm sorry, those are not daytime activities. Together. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially the ones who do, it, who do it on the train. It's like, it's not a cute thing about Berlin. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like having Rain a. Rain it in psychos. Yeah. <laughs> having so much a, uh, so much carb <laughs> at 9 a.m., liquid carb. Also, it's not hedonistic. It's just gross. Yeah, it's it like, is gross. <laughs> 
And just like waiting for the clock to hit 4 p.m. to sit in your disgusting like <laughs> picnic bench knipe to like consume to uh, chain oh, drink. God. You know. Um, I don't know. I think uh, the city needs some some more like intermingling of cultures because mm. I mean they've always said the city's like multiculti. That's that's the, not true. It's the going cliche. It is multiculti in the sense that there's a lot of cultures here, but they're so segregated from each yeah, other. Exactly. <laughs> there's absolutely no sort of exchange. Yeah. And um, we were talking about the other day, you like go to the Turkish, the Arab neighborhoods, and like on the one hand, you can say, okay, well, are they self-segregating? Are they like segregated by way of, you know, whatever um, lack of assimilation and then you like think to yourself okay but if I was a Turk or an Arab I also wouldn't want to <laughs> exactly. assimilate into this culture <laughs> exactly so like power to you yeah exactly uh, I mean I lived here for seven years and I like I'm fluent in German I paid my taxes <laughs> like paid my dues all those things but they should like, actually be paying you I mean they will I'm, <laughs> I'm legally like I have a pension fund that I could draw from uh, when I retire one day I'm sure my grandmother is rolling over in her grave. Um, but yeah, I did my best to like so, not assimilate fully because I knew I wasn't, wasn't going to spend the rest of my life here, but just to have like a, an easy time here. Uh-huh. And there, there is like, there's so much that you can achieve here. There is a glass ceiling to like fully totally. immersing yourself in this culture and being accepted as one of theirs. So it always felt to me like a members only club. Yeah. And Germans, you shouldn't like you shouldn't take this as criticism. I know you're a very argumentative people, so you'd want to push back on this, but like just accept it. I mean, most cultures are very closed off, yeah, and just accept it. I mean, Japan's the ethnocentric, like jingoistic country, basically. Um, <laughs> Israel too, God knows. I mean, America has its problems, but at least I mean they give you the appearance of acceptance there if you're different. <clears throat> um yeah that was my uh that was my thoughts thought on thoughts yeah thoughts on thoughts <laughs> it's just a little alienating to me here is all i'm trying to it say is. that's why i want to move yeah. i'm sorry i mean i like, love my I just... friends here and i think that's the bottom line <sighs> of life anywhere if you have good friends and i mean it's yeah. the thing that basically holds you over um but you just like step out of your house here and it's like it's a constant, like, if you think New York is, a, like, a struggle or a jungle of survival, yeah. actually, Berlin is much more so, because there's constantly, like, when I lived here, I always feared, I had the constant fear that somebody would tell me off, or, like, yeah. I'm doing something wrong, or, the, like, I would fear that the authorities are, like, coming out for me for doing something wrong, or whatever, just, yeah. this constant fear. Um, you sit on a U-Bahn and like at any given moment a uh, controller could come on the train <laughs> and you're guilty until proven innocent basically yeah. um, okay I'm going to stop with my uh, with my hate tirade now <laughs> <laughs> well the important part is we had a nice time so we had a really <laughs> great time <clears throat> um, how's the nightlife here has it uh, bounced back is anything happening mm, well I've been to a few bars some gay bars. But like the heavy duty parties. Well, like bear kinds open stuff, but I don't know what the deal is exactly. I don't know if it's the all outdoor party or mm-hmm. I know like Kit Kat Club had something and they had this like pilot project where people were PCR tested before and after. Yeah. Kind of to see how I should tell the story of that one night I went to Kit Kat Club with Wolfgang <laughs> Yoke. 
on a, on a separate episode, maybe on a paywalled episode. Yeah, for our thoughts after dark. Yeah. Is he still alive? He is. Okay. Fortunately. I mean, he's the work he's had done on his face, he he's just looked the same way for like 30 years or so. And so I imagine he's in his 80s now or something. And for any uh, North American listeners that are listening... Um, You've seen his fragrance at Walmart, probably. Uh, you know it as Jupe with an exclamation point. <laughs> not, not even Walmart, CVS, yeah. bottom shelf. Hello. It's like a purple bottle Jupe? or something. Jupe. Um, yeah. Is he related to that German fashion designer who was on uh, Project Runway? Uli Herzner. That, that German surfer girl. <laughs> Loved her. <laughs> Um, it's funny how this country, like, there's it exports people in such a uh, in such a funny way. It's like that TV commercial in the states which you got to see. Oh, I'm still ha- triggered. Hano? I'm still triggered by Hano. Hi, I am Hano. I started an insurance company. You sound like Sprockets. Um, yeah, like who thought that was a good branding idea like, to expose a, a heavy accent of German to the American uh, public? Well, I just saw something offensive online. Um, <laughs> there's a German startup mm-hmm. that deals with home care of elderly people. And yeah. obviously the staff is probably like all Polish women taking right. care of uh, the old Nazis. And <laughs> We're going to have to bleep that out. So. Uh, we don't get canceled here. We're not recording yeah. in America, so. <laughs> and um, the the company is called Marta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My God, <clears throat> it's like Aunt Jemima, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Where are my reparations? I what? never got any. Poles never got any. Yeah. I'm like the the murdered pishjacks. Um, Where's the cash? I should contact the authorities <laughs> about my reparations. Uh-huh. Uh, I did used to get a stipend from the Russian Jewish community here <laughs> while I was in school. It was a pretty, it was a meager stipend, but like you know, any dollar helps yeah. when you're uh, when you're poor but sexy in this. <laughs> um, yeah. Should we talk about some art? <laughs> well, okay, so we went to Neue National Gallery, walked in to the beautifully restored and renovated building. Honestly, I, I could not tell the difference. Maybe it's because I never focused too It'll hard. clean. On... Okay, give it two years yeah. to moss up. <laughs> yeah. um, of course, immediately security asked if we had tickets. We did not. They told us they're sold out for the day. Meanwhile, um, the place was practically empty. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a... An airport one month into COVID. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you think they they installed HVAC filters <laughs> in the high ceilings? Um, but so then I did the crafty pitch check method of <laughs> suggesting that we just walk around this glass building. <laughs> yeah. And so we had our beautiful experience of looking through the glass. At the whole show, as you can see through the glass, and we saved uh, 14 euro each. Yeah. And I also shout out to them because the uh, the surrounding area is very generously outfitted yes. with with art. Yeah, with, there's a lot of outdoor works, yeah. which is nice. Um, so we saw Henry Moore's yeah. delicious <laughs> sculpture, K, bronze. It's wild. Like it was clearly always about the body with him, yeah. but this one is 
so much about the body where all it takes is just to stand in the right angle to yeah. see like the fat ass. Yeah, it looks like a hip bone from one side, and then from the other side, it looks like a fat, yeah. juicy can. How do you think he made those? Because obviously, you have to like make a mock up yeah. and figure out what it looks like from different angles. But like, I'm sure he gunned for. It. Well, I think ass. there was a, a yeah. I'm sure he made small maquettes and then made like a giant. Actually, like wax. We, we do know that he made small maquettes because we saw that show yeah. of his in Toronto, and there was a whole vitrine of yeah. his maquettes. That, that was, was so beautiful. Uh, there was a Gary Indiana love. Oh, I've had it. Yeah, I've had it. It's just that's what happens when people just like constantly reference and appropriate your work and make like tacky commercial garbage from it. But like, did he make a whole? Was it a one-off and then it like blew up or? Did he make a whole sort of body of work that was just that? Because it's just all iterations I on know. the same concept, and it's like so it's so played out. I think there were multiple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they're in all different configurations. Yeah. What think, was the original one though? Just the love. I think just love. Okay, and then the I love New York City and the Amor and all those other versions. Oh, I should no make idea. one that says Amir. <laughs> As featured in today's New York Times spelling P. Um, spelling P. <laughs> uh, and what else was outside? Uh, I guess one of them was uh, Linda Bangless. You know, was me, it? Where did we? Oh, we saw a Candelabra at that store in Kudam that looked uh, like a Linda Bangless. At, at Arquette. Arquette. <laughs> What a lovely Faust Scandinavian <laughs> shopping experience yeah. that place well, is. Well, it is an H&M group brand. Mm -hmm. um, the cafe is cute. Some I'm, cute house, housewares. I'm looking up what other uh, sculptures were in the sculpture garden. Oh, what's those spinning square discs we don't like? Oh, God, I hate that. that I hate kinetic, that. kinetic. Like, what is that even? It looks like nothing. Uh, sorry if I'm my uh, insulting artist. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, we don't know anything, but that's not what we're here yeah. for. <laughs> Why is there no um, easily, easily access information about the uh, sculptures? I know in the plaza. Oh god! And actually, you can even look down into the sculpture garden from like the plaza, and it just <laughs> yes, seems exactly. like the sculptures on the main plaza are nicer and more accessible than the ones in the back. Totally. Um. God. I, Five-year renovation. It clearly was six years. Jesus. <laughs> Why does it take Germans so long to construct anything? It seems like I every engineering project is just like... It's like they've never carted Jews to the camps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. It's a diversity united uh, opening day. <laughs> oh, God. What kind of di what kind of diversity? The, uh, <laughs> the weave on your, uh, on your suit? White man? <laughs> Um, still trying to figure out what sculptures are out front. <laughs> like, God, why are they making this so difficult? Yeah, there's just straight up no information. Oh God, well we'll get back to you. I'm that. sure their whole website, and everything was like done by a committee of a uh, <laughs> thirty people on and off for I'm thirty sure years. Boston Consulting Group had to get involved. <laughs> Also, why is the fucking Commerzbank building attached to the U.S. Embassy at Brandenburg at all? Well, that, as my dad said, that's where they funnel the dark money. <laughs> Literally. 
literally, I'm sure there's a funnel going through the wall. A literal, like, Carson Holder slide where the cash just yeah. falls in. Oh, you know, we didn't even mention what show was inside the Neunatsunau Gallery, did we? Oh, yeah, it was a Calder show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, I love Calder. Um, they were definitely refurbished, right? Yes, like some look brand new. <laughs> yeah, because you had mentioned, like, uh, one of them is just too orange to yeah it's original. i mean it looks luminescent the orange totally and then you see other parts that are just like kind of faded right um no well, i'm sure they, they got repainted look the google google reviews are in um <clears throat> they were not lying when they said it was under construction i'll return in a year or two <laughs> that was 10 months ago um somebody else wrote hold on hold your horses people um well B pigs um already <clears throat> fetched in their newsletter oh <laughs> about the show. Why not a female modernist? <laughs> Why are you assuming uh Alexander Calder's gender? That's what I wanna know. Um yeah, a lot of people in Google have been complaining over the past couple of years about the construct the ongoing construction. Um, there's some review in Polish here. That's a one-star review. Um, what's the question? <clears throat> yeah, funnily enough, all the negative reviews are in German. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, the show looked amazing from uh, outside, and thank God it had just reopened, meaning the glass is still clean, so we were able to snap some beautiful shots of the work inside. Um, I would just like to point out that there are multiple shows on display right now, um, mm -hmm. including a woman artist, Rosa Barba. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the art of society, 1900 to 1945, uh, convenient is, bookend. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, we were also contemplating going to the forum, the Humboldt forum to see the shows there. Oh, that's canceled for me. I'm not, but, uh, and we... We disagree on uh, how attractive the overall architecture <laughs> of the building is. I kind of enjoy it. One thing I don't enjoy is the fact that it had like a classical structure. It had to be rebuilt from scratch. I'm like, well, why? Yeah, that's my issue with it. I'm like, if that building existed, I wouldn't be like, oh, tear it down. It's hideous. Yeah. But it's just like the idea of rebuilding it and right. then kind of cutting corners because I think the contemporary interventions definitely are right. corner cutting. Yeah. Um I think it's like a budget thing, not some like strong conceptual gesture. Yeah. Because the the kind of modernist aspects look really shitty and tacked on. I just don't understand it because a uh Berlin doesn't have like a uh notable history of like super ornamentalist facades yeah. or anything like that. So like why bother reconstruct something that to begin with was a uh Greco Roman revival of sorts. Yeah. Um, and even those buildings in the city, the, all the like museum insel buildings and stuff like that, those were also revivalist sort of yeah, architecture, yeah. all of it. It was just buildings. Like, and so you, you have to wonder, it's not Rome where you like every building stuns you because it's truly old and, or sort of yeah. the first of its kind. Berlin's just, I don't know. I guess I'm but struggling like to Baroque-ness that was happening and. I don't know, but just I think just Wait, the reconstruction was, was Baroque also a an a uh, architectural term. Yeah, really. Yeah, mm -hmm. and 
I think just um, it's like it happened. The building got torn down. Rebuilding it is just stupid. It's mm-hmm. it's just um, a very conservative gesture by conservative old white Germans, right? So, who were like, "This is our culture." And it's like, if this is your culture, that's sad. Yeah. Like, um, God, Germans, just like you're you're not doing yourself any favors. Uh, one person wrote about the Neunatzenal Gallery on Google Reviews. Um, exhibitions here are usually quite interesting. However, I find the building itself a bit too bare. <laughs> Another person wrote, what a pity. The reopening date in 2019 can probably not be met again, exclamation point. <laughs> um, hello. Like, are you new to Germany? Um, yeah, there's just a lot of negative reviews here. Anyway, the Calder show looked really nice through the looking glass. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love the poured <coughs> window. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, so thank you for that. Like all in all, we felt like we've we've like frequent we've we uh, patroned the museum. <laughs> I will go back to see the shows in the basement, though. Mm-hmm. Well, funny that you mentioned that. I was my only visit to the Neue National Gallery in all my years here was after hours with Wolfgang Jupp. <laughs> so, <laughs> more about that in our paywalled uh, part of this the episode. CD, yeah. Um, also involved. Uh, I mean, also included in that evening was going to a party in the club behind <laughs> behind her in the basement or like around the Adlon Hotel. Oh my god! What was the name? I have to look it up. Oh, there's something tacky there. That's right. There's also that club that, like, I think Chris Brown and Rihanna partied at back in the day. Oh, my God. On uh, Marlena Dietrichplatz. Yeah. Adagio, I believe, is the name. <laughs> um, which baby did uh, Michael Jackson hold over the uh, Juliet balcony? I think blanket. Blanket, blanket, yeah. With a blanket over Blanket's head. Oh, my God. <laughs> Was it already named Blanket at that point? I think so. Okay. An iconic era. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. Oh, I saw a friend of the pod, Krista, a few days ago. Oh, hey, Krista. Yeah, we should have her on again. I wanted you to meet her finally in person, mm-hmm. but I think we'll just have to have her on again. She can yeah. do a full Jacko rundown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did try to see some other gallery shows, but like everything was just closed. So sorry. And yeah. I also, I was also here for just like a total of three and a half days, basically. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather go to Mall of Berlin with you than, like, yeah. some shitty show. Um, yeah, we didn't even see anything through, like, windows and galleries or something. Um, oh, we saw one really bad show, which we will not name. <laughs> <laughs> what show? Remember, you're like, you don't even want to be in the company of this gallery if that's what they're showing. Hmm. It was in Mitte. Um Mitte. Any other? Uh, uh, it was, you know. Let's see. It was where friend of the pod S N used to live, who Come now on. lives in a Nordic country. I am not revealing too much. Oh my god! <laughs> we were walking back to Alexanderplatz. Um. <laughs> um, sorry, I can't do two things at the same time. I can't. Anyway, okay, it's fine. Yeah, it's it was so bad that you forgot. Nordic country. Well, anyway, I saw uh, what? <laughs> oh, I see. Well, I saw Donna's work through uh, as we were driving back home, and that looked uh, looked magnificent and large. 
and in charge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wish I could see that. When does that open? Uh, probably during Art Week, which is in a couple of weeks. Are you excited for anything in uh, Art Art Week? No, because I haven't even checked. I didn't even know it was Art Week until someone <laughs> mentioned it last right. week. <laughs> I don't know. It's I, it's like that feeling of being overwhelmed by events is happening again. Tamina, Tamina, Tamina. <laughs> Another dinner that I was not invited to. <laughs> Another group show I won't be invited to be a part of. I'm sorry, I have to get an overpriced massage at the Soho House. Um, yeah. Okay, you, y'all listening to this need to share this with your friends so that we can get on Patreon soon and get massages yeah. like, bi-weekly. I'm I'm just pissed at the Soho House for having gotten so stingy because when we used to when we did the trade back in the day they just threw free like global membership at you, oh. and nowadays doing a trade with them like they deduct from the uh, value oh, of the work. Yeah, they're just stingy. That's what happens when you're trying to IPO ho. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was forced to choose <sighs> select one Soho House and stick to it, and I think I made the right choice. And just for some background, Amir sold a work to them in exchange for a membership and a credit. I mean, I don't even consider it selling because like it disappears. Okay, swapped. I swapped. <laughs> it just disappears into the ether of their uh, huge corporate uh, maze. Speaking of art, though, I'm looking at my sofa right now and I feel like your painting will look so <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's a square format and I think it'll look perfect there. I mean, you don't have to schmooze me. It's already yours. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm so excited. Yeah, just pick one of the two. That are, uh, wait, now we just uh, outed ourselves for not having sold the work from the show. <laughs> it's Thanks. okay. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I can believe that if you want. Anyway, I have so many unsold works. So, um. <laughs> I mean, historically, though, uh, most of the works that I've given to friends ended up selling just exactly. by way of their prominent uh, being. I, honestly, I think that will happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, home salons are the next thing in the art yeah, uh, business. And yeah, well, I have a work to give you that's in New York. So, oh, true. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm excited to go back to my studio and, uh, just enjoy some more summer because like, what the hell is this weather here? Do you see why I'm always in a bad mood and crying on the phone to my father? Oh my God. <laughs> um, <clears throat> No, actually, it's been pretty pleasant here. I can't say I was cold. And so it was also just like a nice escape from the sweltering humidity in New York. Yeah. But alas, I am going back to that. Um, Yeah, I just miss my daily routines of like good service without having to interact with anyone. Um, Yeah. I just I'm going back to the land of efficiency. Sorry, Germans. Yeah, like actual efficiency yeah. and Oh well. What do we have for time? Oh, we're forty seven minutes in. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought um, this felt like gabbing for two hours. I mean time flies when you're having fun. Just looking at some art headlines, the renowned Skowhegan Art School took this summer as an opportunity to do something new, invite graduates back to class, which I have to say, that's what Art Omai did last year. Oh, really? Um, but I, also, should, I should apply to that. I would love yeah, to do that. You definitely should. Yeah. 
I'll come visit. Yeah, I should uh, go big or go home like you did. <laughs> uh, well, I would apply to Skowhegan, but I just learned that you have to share a bedroom. Oh, my God. No way in hell. <laughs> and also, are, are you like contractually obliged to like sleep with at least two out of like <laughs> ten oh residents God. there? That's what I hear. You can slide into our DMs and I refute that. <laughs> What else is happening? Uh, okay, ignoring the N-word, NFT. Yeah, I feel like people have been uh, talking about it less. I mean, you don't hear about it unless you log on to Artnet News. Yeah, or the account of Johan Koenig. Oh, my God. Well, I guess uh, Nate Freeman's out of uh, Artnet News now and has joined Vanity Fair or something. Yeah, finally we'll be able to read it unpaywalled. Right. And also, Wait, is he, is he doing the same thing for Vanity Fair or something else? I think the same thing, but they've kept the name Wet Paint oh, okay. um, at Artnet. Yeah, that's a valuable uh, brand name. Yeah, and I still want my hat <laughs> I won in the contest. Yeah, <laughs> you should tag him uh, on all the podcast uh, platforms <laughs> when you post this episode. Um, what was I going to say? And who's replacing him? Someone already replaced him. I don't know her name. But... Is she paywalled as well? Because I don't yes. know you. <laughs> Why would I pay money for a uh, person I don't know? Oh, here's something that we don't even need to devote much time to. The mm. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Basquiat, Tiffany's ad. God, why are they so fucking tacky, that couple? Yeah, do they not have enough money? Yeah. Um, but also the outrage. People are like, Basquiat is turning in his grave. It's like, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure the estate is happy to get all this money. What does Madame X uh, think about this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, finally, there's a release date for Madame X, the tour DVD. Oh my god, the, the film. At long effing last. October 9th, I believe. Yeah. I'm waiting for that with bated breath. Oh my god. Well, at least her face is on point. Literally. <laughs> I, think she, I think she just hired a new Photoshopist. Yeah. Because uh, something's happening there. Uh, I guess she traveled recently to Tuscany to visit a, oh my God, I saw a, it. a visit childhood friend, Debbie uh, Mazar. <laughs> love you, Debbie. I was to, I was supposed to uh, I, uh, inherit some plants from you. Oh my God! When you left the U.S. and moved to Tuscany, I'm still waiting on those plants. <laughs> love Debbie, <laughs> and she looks amazing too. She looks so good in those birthday. Yeah. Vacation photos. Yeah, she's on a league of her own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next time you're here, we should watch that. Yeah, I sort of, I kind of rewatched it recently enough. Um, yeah, what else is happening in the uh, in art swamp? Mm, Elizabeth Neal grew up painting with her famous grandmother. Oh my god! Now her new abstractions <clears throat> are getting attention in New York and London. Can you click that? Oh, it not paywalled. Oh. I'm sure it's paid for. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, people have been posting uh, pictures from... Is that at Salon? I think so. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. I'm into her, like, yeah, Albert, nice. Albert Olin yeah, style. Exactly. They're like Gabriel Orozco meets a uh, Albert Olin. I like that. Yeah, they're nice. They're I mean, everything, lush. everything just looks amazing over those marbled walls at a uh, Salon. Yeah. Um, um, and also, go big or go home. If you make it giant, it just looks good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reality of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's my, 
as much as I love a medium-sized canvas, I feel like there's truly only room for either small and intimate or just gargantuan in our attention span. Oh, that's the, here. I guess Artnet News, Kate Brown. Is she local? Yeah, she's my friend. Friend oh, of the okay. pod. Love her. Uh, I guess she reviewed the Calder show, or the just generally speaking, the reopening of the National Gallery. I can't tell if the pictures in the article were taken from outside the museum <laughs> or inside the museum, <laughs> being that the glass is just so clean. Ooh, I love auto dates. Oh, that's in that show about the uh, society figures. Yeah. Um, well, when you're back, you know, it might still be on. Yeah. So. It's funny because I'm such a stand for German expressionism, but in a sense, I enjoy it so much more outside of the German context. Like, to me, that's one of the treats of going to the Metropolitan Museum. Um, Some thoughtish uh, realtor paywalled. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Chuck Close passed away. And Carrie Upson, R.I.P. Yeah. What an untimely death. Yeah, Jesus, 51. That's really sad. It's terrible. Um, well, I don't know if we can uh, name him, but a friend of the pod, uh, D, has gotten into a... <laughs> oh, my God. ...into a, a, a little virtual beef with the Jairs <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> For um, how would you describe his a uh, obituary of Chuck Close? Uh, defending uh, someone who sexually assaulted or harassed mm-hmm. women. I don't remember exactly the details, yeah. but Jerry sucks. Um, that's just every, everything it touches is so sycophantic, and yeah. like you have the thinnest skin. On any like living person, uh, so any like shred of criticism or pushback against him lands you in his, you know, sort of burned book basically. Um, and Jerry, that's really not a way to live your life. No, um, time to retire, perv. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, what is the, what is the what is the pressure machine that keeps any sort of uh, investigative piece against his exploits? Uh, maybe his wife that works in the New York Times. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like there was a movement a few years ago. I remember it was basically like canceled Jerry because he was just like a perv mm-hmm. and just like very inappropriate always online. Yeah, and just like a horn dog. Like, well, I don't even mind him. I just mind the whole the sycophants around him. Yeah, I just don't understand it. He like, has like a beehive. Yeah, that like attacks, and that's what happened to D on Twitter. Yeah, of like Jerry Salt stands going after him. Which like, how pathetic do you have to be to be a Jerry yeah. Salt stand on social media? And honestly, that's so scary and dangerous for such like uh, you know a shield. Around someone who's clearly not in the right. I just don't get why people would like yeah. you know go to bat for someone who's clearly because they're trying to get attention. They but w- like, why? What does Jerry Saltz yeah. has to give you? Because they think they'll have a career if Jerry Saltz likes them in their work. That's who's, the pathetic thing. These, I'm, so, I'm sorry, these hobbyist artists. Whose like, career has he ever elevated? No one. But uh, people prominence. are delusional. It's insane. It's like, but like I, I don't feel like there's anything you can give me. Yeah, like I don't even want because we're like logical, sane people. Like I, 
like what would a vulture shout out from him of a show of mine could contribute to my work if anything it's like a mark of cain <laughs> um also he's oh. just so fucking like he's so lame it's disgusting just like gushing about things like a teenager yeah um whatever. go get your coffee enema loser yeah exactly <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, um, Amir, have a safe flight. We're leaving the house in half an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Danke, boo. Danke. Choosing. Choose. Choose.